But fellow citizens, with God's people and members of God's household, the foundation of the apostles and prophets, which Christ Jesus Himself had the chief cornerstone, in Him the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in Him you two are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by His Spirit. Also John chapter 11 verses 1, 2 and 3. Gospel of John 11 verses 1, 2 and 3. Now a man named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. This Mary whose brother Lazarus now lay sick was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. So the sisters sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. In this particular series, I would like to, I'm planning to look, church, what it is. Whatever you hear related to church, it is applicable to your family. I'm going to take my time. I will be going slow as possible because I want you to get this in your heart so our life will be blessed. Church, in that particular passage in Ephesians, speak about the nation, speak about God's family, speak about God's building, a living organism. A temple, a local and a universal temple. But I will be focusing on today, church as family of God. For that purpose, I took an example from the gospel. Family in Bethany. A beautiful family. Members of that family. It is very interesting. Many passages you need to connect to understand this passage. I will be only sharing the introduction today because of the time. The other communion also. So I'll be continuing this couple of weeks as family. Because I don't want to rush this particular area. The members of this church are a family. Number one, Simon the leper. He is known in the Bible as Simon the leper. Most probably, he received the healing touch through Jesus Christ. I would say he is the head or the husband of Martha. We do not know. But let me take it as head for the understanding purpose. Don't go into theological arguments. Stay with the story. Simon the leper or ex-leper. A person who delivered from leprosy is one person. The second person in the house is Lazarus. Who is Lazarus? 
Lazarus rose from the dead. He was dead. Dead and gone. But the grace of God rescued and brought back to life. A church has some lepers or ex-lepers. You all look good. You had the perfume on. You had the nice makeup on. You look fantastic. Excellent. But the reality is, we were lepers one day. By the grace of God, washed by the blood of Jesus, able to walk into the presence of God, enter to the kingdom of God, sit on the table with Jesus by his side. Hallelujah. The second group or a person representing in the family is Lazarus. Lazarus has a story. I was dead. Now I'm alive. The third person in the family is Martha. I'll be focusing on her today. Martha is a busybody. Operation Christian, uh, Christmas Child. And I, 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 my kids, they're all very good. They're working hard. I'm not putting anything on. I ask them to do it. So, every time, do something. Never sit down. Martha is busy. Martha is busy. Actively doing things for the Lord. Actively. Doesn't care what people say. He has some good characters. That's what we are going to look at today. As Martha. The next person in the story is Mary. Mary is a worshiper. Mary is always in the presence of Jesus. So these are the characters of members of the family. So these are the group of people in the church. So apply that to your home, apply to your local church. Now come with me. Uh, Gospel of John chapter 11 verse 1. It says like this, Jesus loved this family. So the sisters send a word to Jesus. The Lord, the one you love is sick. Jesus loved this family. Child of God, the first thing I wanted to tell you, if you want to write those points, write it down. I did not give you notes. Jesus loved church. Jesus loves your home. Jesus loves your children. Jesus loves your husband. Jesus loves your wife. Every single person sitting and listening to my voice in this church, I wanted to tell you, Jesus loves this church. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. When Jesus loves something, he paid the price for it. He died for it. He shed the blood for it. He, he, he paid the ultimate sacrifice for the church. Child of God, families, brothers, sisters, children, I want you to know Jesus loves you. Hallelujah. 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 The first thing you 
Jesus loves this church. Hallelujah. Do you have a problem loving someone Jesus loves? Hallelujah. Apply that to your family. Apply that to your home. Do you have a problem loving someone which Jesus loves? Do you have a problem love someone Jesus loves? Jesus loves me. Jesus loves this church. Do you love this church? Do you love your family? Do you love your family? Do you love your husband? Do you love your wife? Do you love your children? Parents and children, do you love your parents? If you don't love, you have a problem. You know why? Jesus loves them. Hallelujah. 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 If you don't love me, it doesn't really matter. My Jesus loves me. Hallelujah. I can shout in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Leper was there, raised from the dead is there, busy body is there, worship body is there. Hallelujah. Praise God. Martha. I'll be focusing on Martha today. Continuing tomorrow because of the time. Next time. Then we'll be focusing on Mary. Then we focus in the house. Hallelujah. So let me move on. Martha. Luke chapter 10 verse 38. Luke 10 38. Martha opened the door for Jesus. You know, in that particular passage, you see Mary is sitting by the feet of Jesus. Mary had the song, uh, the, the, the hymn book open. Mary has a, her uh, Bible open. Mary had her notebook, iPod open. Mary is ready. Mary is Mary had the, the book open. The iPod is open. She is ready to sit by the feet of Jesus. But Mary, I want to tell you, the reason you are sitting by the feet by the feet of Jesus because Martha opened the door. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't get a shout. I know that. Martha opened the door. That is the reason Mary was able to sit by the feet of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We preach about Mary too much. But it no Martha. If you open this church at 7.30 or 8 o'clock, this, this young worship team, last night, one of the worship team went to college, studied, picked her up 8 o'clock. She don't want to go home. She said, drop me to church. You, you did not hear that. Right? You didn't know anything about it. You, you said, you didn't say you're good people, but at least some people said, not in this church, other church. Their worship wasn't good. 
But at 8 o'clock from the college, they know what the college called home. They came here, practice until 10, 10 o'clock or 10.30. Then went home. They again came back 8 o'clock in the morning, practicing and praying. Then they're standing behind this pulpit to sing a song. Martha opened the door. Mary and Joy. Martha has a good quality. She opened the door. And I thank God for the people who walk behind the scene. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I bless those people. Hallelujah. Like a preacher said one time, a young lady, a young lady came and asked him, I want to be in the worship team. Sing. He said, Oh, no problem. Come Tuesday. We have a nursing home ministry. Come. No, 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 no. I want to leave the worship Sunday. No, he starts in the nursing home Tuesday. Hallelujah. Praise Martha, open the door so Mary can sit down. Thank Martha's in your life. Thank Martha's in your life. They don't, they don't come and show. They complain. They did complain. She complains. I'll come to that later. The first thing, second thing I want to tell you. One, Jesus loves you. Number two, Thank God for Martha's. Martha opened the door so Mary can sit and enjoy the presence of God. Martha opened the door so she can complain about Martha. Martha opened the door so everyone in the household able to receive God's blessings. Jesus knew wherever he travels there is a house home in Bethany. If you study the Gospels clearly, you will be able to say, whenever he traveled through that area, he always went at the end of the day to Bethany, to the house. Because he knew there will be a Martha who opened the door and prepared a place for Jesus to sleep. Hallelujah. Hmm. Let me move on. Next slide, please. John eleven twenty one. We only experience what we expect. We only experience what we expect. I'm in this church for many years. Some of you remember me, many of you not. Some of you remember me as a young boy. Went to college here. A naughty boy, angry man. Very fast, very, very aggressive. Some of you not remember. Many of you call Benjamin Uncle. Because they've been calling you fat. You see me every day doesn't mean I don't have a value. Says Jesus went to synagogue in Nazareth. He could not do much. You know why? 
that seats where those people were sitting, if you look on the side, you will see Joseph and company. In Nazareth, in every church, every synagogue, every home, Jewish home, all the chairs, tables, bed were made by Joseph family or Joseph company. So when they looked at Jesus, who is this? Is he a carpenter's son? Because of that limitation in their mind, the Lord Jesus, God himself, could not do anything there. When you limit yourself to the expectation of your limit, you are only going to get that much. Same worship service. Some people will go with the complaints and some people will go with the touch of God. Same message. Someone will find some fault and someone will receive the word of the Lord. You know why? Because you put your experience, you put yourself in your mind. Oh, what is this? Who is this guy? I'm going to tell you something. Every small gathering, every small fellowship, every worship service is the word of the Lord is spoken from this pulpit. If you come with an expectation, Lord, speak to my heart, He will speak to you. Hallelujah. 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 I want to hear the word of God. I want to listen to the counsel of God. I need a healing in my life. I need a touch of God in my life. Hallelujah. When you come with an expectation in the presence of God, God will meet you at a time, at the point of your need. This morning, do you have an expectation? Hallelujah. That someone has to force you to come to church? Do you love the church? Hallelujah. Praise God. Hmm. Luke chapter 14, 10 verse 40. Luke 10 40. But Martha was distracted by all the preparation that had to be made. She came to him and said, Lord, don't you care that my sister had left me to do, the, to do the work myself? Tell her to help me. Do not impose your passion on others. If you, I'm talking about your family, I'm talking about the church. Apply wherever you want to apply in your life. I have a friend of mine, I share with about him many times. He loves missions. He likes to go and give out tracts. He shared the personal evangelist. He's excellent. <laughs> 24 hours, he has no problem sharing the gospel. But he don't like birthday parties. He don't like church services. He don't, he don't invite people to church. He don't like a church barbecue. He don't like a home fellowship. 
says it's a waste of time. He says he everyone should be going and giving tracts all the time. Doesn't work that way. That person has a passion for evangelism. That person has a passion to see the soul saved. But the people who are saved need to have a church to grow. Hallelujah. The church need to have a barbecue so they can come and share the heart with someone else. Amen. The church need to have a home cells so they need to come together and have a fellowship together they can grow. So the people who have a passion for evangelism, by all means, I bless you, do it. But do not try everyone follow your passion. Hallelujah. Say so Martha has a problem. I'm a workaholic. If a people who come with me, you can tell, you know. People who come and stay with me in my house, I don't sit down. I only place I sit down is by my computer and study. I will be doing something. Three times, three things at the same time going in my life every time. I read six books at the same time. That's what I do. If you look at I have two screens in my computer, about at least 200 books open. Anyway, that's the way I am. But I see people come and sit by sit on, sit on the couch. They have no problem sitting for two hours. I have a problem. But if I try to tell that person who enjoying that life for two hours sitting and relaxing, Get into my misery. I'm jealous of you having a good time sitting by the feet of Jesus and joy. Come, Mary, come and help me. This is what she said. Jesus, can you tell Mary to come and come into my mess up? Martha, could it put it? Why you couldn't prepare the food earlier? You think Jesus came to your home to eat? No. If Jesus could take a piece of rock and make it a bread, Jesus doesn't care about your curry or masala. He doesn't care you bring chicken tikka or turkey sandwich. He came and a busy schedule. Mary, Martha, I walk into your presence so I can have a fellowship with you. But Martha thought this way. If I get busy with the things for God, He will please with me. There are many people in this life and you've seen all the time in your life also. Apply that to your family. When I counsel families, I tell them, men and women think different. I use this example all the time, and you heard me tell you, you heard me telling you this all the time. Because men and women think different. My wife goes to work at night, and I tell her, leave all the plates, everything in the right in the sink. So don't touch it. But she wanted washed right then and there. But I have a problem. I don't do that. I wake up 6 in the morning, earlier than that. I finish everything. At 6.40 I come to the kitchen. I make breakfast for her, make the coffee for her, 
Everything is done at the same time I wash the dish. So when she comes to her house, she comes to house, place is swept, kitchen is swept, everything is done, breakfast is ready for her. But the problem is, if she expects that day before at midnight to wash that, it won't work. She's she been trying that for 25 years, it still doesn't work. Hallelujah. If you want to live in misery, do not expect someone else to come to your misery. Martha, have a good time in the kitchen. I'm going to sit in the presence of God. Hallelujah. So don't try to push your husband. Don't try to push your wife to make the way you think they want. Worshipping always said, they are worshippers. They wanted to see everyone worship. That's natural. They are worshippers. But some people coming from 10 hours and 12 hours of work, they are sitting and worshipping. Their feet is, is bad and their knee is bad. They want to sit down. It's okay. I told them, leave them alone. They don't say that. They are good, good, good kids worshippers. But do not expect, do not impose your passion on someone else. If you have a passion to do something, you do yourself. Do not expect someone else to do that. Are you with me so far? Are you with me so far? You want to have a good family? Apply that. If you want a successful, happy marriage life, apply it. Your wife will not change. Your husband will not change. Adjust yourself to their passion. Hallelujah. Don't mind the clock. Move on. This is one of the tough ones. You might not be right all the time. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered. You are worried too much. You are upset about everything. Chicken is not good. Cloth is not good. Car washed is not good. Laundry wasn't good. Curry wasn't good. Oh, it doesn't say that, right? I just read your mind. You're worried about and upset about many things. You're worried about everything. But only one thing needed. Few things okay, but one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better. And it will not be taken away from her. Martha thought Mary is wrong, I am right. Martha thought cooking is better than sitting. Martha thought going to worship time is a waste. Martha thought clapping hand is no good. Prayer meeting, some people have allergy to prayer meeting. They complain about have too many prayer meetings. You know what, they are the ones never come to any meetings. People who come, come, they have no problem. People who come to meeting, they have no complaint. They enjoy. 
Don't think you are right all the time. Husband, as I'm applying to your family, do not think you are right all the time. Wives, don't think you are right all the time. I mean, you are right most of the time. <laughs> don't think you are right all the time. You can avoid a lot of conflict in your home. In church too. I how much how many thousands of times, thousands of times in my life. Change, 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 change. I decided this changed because I know I'm not right. I know I am right in my side. Put them into other side is not right. Changed. My dear beloved, you want a happy family? Don't think you are right all the time. In the church also. Don't expect and don't expect and don't assume you are right all the time. You are not right all the time. You might be right for some time. You are not God. Only God is right all the time. Only God is right all the time. We all make mistakes. As a family, husband, son, wife, listen to me. I know it's not a family counseling, but I'm talking about family. Assume the responsibility of your failure. Adjust yourself. Yes, Mary, Martha was complaining about Mary, but later I will come to that in the third or fourth session. Martha never complained after. You see, Martha is serving all the time. She recognized and realized that was her talent. You will never get married to serve when Jesus is there. You can get married to serve any other time. When Jesus is there, Mary finished her work and sit by the feet of Jesus. So I'm going to conclude here. I know I stopped it right nowhere. Because of the time. I'm going to stop it here. And pick up next week. Next point. I don't know where how many came. Five. Five more to go in this particular Martha, then more to go. So try to come next Sunday. Continue the study. I'm talking about your family. I'm talking about the church. Jesus loves this church. Do not hate what Jesus loves. Jesus loves your children. Jesus loves your wife. Jesus loves you. Love who Jesus loves and work and serve like Martha served. We're going to come to the table of the Lord. Let us all stand up in the presence of God. Pastor James will be ministering. I just wanted to remind you, this is not our table. This is not 